0: Today on MTV News, of course, we are talking about the Super Bowl, advertising's biggest night. We're going to talk about the best ads, the worst ads that didn't go over too well on Twitter, and everything in between. And we cannot forget Miss Rihanna and her halftime show performance. Let's get into it today on MTV News. If you listen to this show, you're probably more into the Super Bowl's ads than the game itself, or maybe a mix of both. We love all things sports and pop culture on this show also, but for me, that's why I'm sitting down to watch the Super Bowl, is to see all of the ads. And you know, I love a good time. I love a Super Bowl party. I love the food. Who doesn't? Although I ate, I think, a little bit too much last night. But I don't know. I think I may have to start watching the Super Bowl alone because I am that marketing geek on the couch that's like, shh, I'm trying to hear the ads. And people just want to talk over them and have a good time. And, you know, I can't fault them for that. But it made it a little bit hard to do this show because I had to come home after the Super Bowl and watch my recording and uh, do a little bit of homework. But let's talk about the fan favorites the best ads of the night. We have to start off. I mean, this is the year of Benifer, isn't it? We just had the Grammys when Ben Affleck and JLo were trending all over the place. And speaking of trending, we know that Ben Affleck's love of Dunkin' is a frequent meme that we see. So it made so much sense that he was in a Dunkin' commercial. It was topical. It had star power with the J.Lo cameo, of course, but really your best brand ambassadors and people to represent your brand, the best influencers are people who are already a fan. They already love it. You're not just buying their love. And in this case, Ben Affleck is a Duncan loyalist through and through. So he was just totally in his happy place. It was fun to see him. You know, working the drive through. It's not something you usually see a Hollywood A-lister doing, but he was having fun with it. Not to mention, we also saw a couple more uh, Ben Affleck ads uh, throughout the Super Bowl. We saw a preview for his movie Air that he directed with Matt Damon, who is also starring in it. And it is going to be the Phil Knight. Nike story and how Michael Jordan got brought to Nike and really helped put them on the map. You know, the rest is history, but I can't wait to see this. I think it comes out April 5th, if I'm not mistaken, but I haven't been excited to actually go to the movies in a long time, but I know this will be one of those movies that I'm like pre-booking. It's going to be like the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster debacle, I am gonna be on there (laughs) right as they go on sale because I really wanna see this movie. Getting back to some other favorite commercials, everyone seemed to love the Google Pixel where you can fix your pictures and memories. You don't have to throw away all those pictures of your ex. You can actually remove them really easily from your shots. What I loved about this commercial was that it was simple, it was visual, easy to understand, and it was also funny with those little pieces of humor throughout. And what's interesting to me about this ad is that it was very features-based. And that's usually a criticism of advertising is we don't want to just focus on the features. We want to tell a story and a narrative. And To be honest, I don't think this really had a narrative. It was very to the point, letting the pictures themselves tell the story. This is in contrast to what I think is my favorite Super Bowl ad of all time, the Google Loretta ad. So another Google commercial from 2020, which you may remember. This ad was a total tearjerker. It showed an elderly man trying to remember his late wife, Loretta, with the help of Google Assistant. So that was all about their story and you got to know the characters, whereas the Google Pixel ad was, again, very feature-based, which is okay. I think they pulled it off, it really worked. But speaking of emotional commercials like Loretta from 2020, that is really the mark of a great commercial, right? If it makes you feel something, and man, the farmer's dog, you saw that commercial, it was just all about life with a dog, how we know it's really finite. They're here for a short time, but we love them so deeply. And it's something that all of us can relate to with loving a dog, but knowing that your best friend isn't going to be here forever. And first of all, I think any commercial, any commercial with a dog in it, it's going to be an A+, and this really won over a lot of viewers. And it was great to see a brand I'd never heard of the farmer's dog. So I love to see, it's probably not a new brand, but brands I'd never heard of be in that conversation and doing great things. So that was a beautiful ad. Now, as far as the worst ad, I think this depends on who you ask, but Tubi rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. They pranked All of us, where they popped up their interface on the screen, making everyone think that you sat on the remote or you were accidentally changing the channel. So people all over the world in their living rooms were scrambling, trying to figure this out. It had a lot of people fooled. A lot of people had criticism on Twitter because no one likes to be the butt of the joke. But advertising is about attention. If you don't have attention... What do you have? I mean, that's what it's about. So it got everyone's attention. Even in those Super Bowl parties like mine, where people were kind of talking over the commercials, this was a moment where everyone paused and it became a conversation. So we'll have to see what the streaming numbers say, if it really was a win, despite (laughs) annoying a lot of people. But I have a feeling a lot more people know what Tubi is compared to yesterday. All right. My personal favorite was for the Kia Telluride commercial. It was where the parents got to their destination and forgot the binky. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every parent can relate to this. So we're all rooting for this dad to go and get the binky And you know, it's a car commercial. It was extreme, it was sporty, it was action-packed, but it was all wrapped up in this adorable narrative, which was really refreshing to see. Another favorite of mine, we saw a lot of beer commercials, but the one with Miles Teller and his wife, Keeley, dancing to hold music. I just, I loved the message behind this about finding joy in the small moments, even the frustrating ones when you may be put on hold. I thought it was simple. Yes, it did have some celebrity power behind it, but you couldn't help but love it. And my honorable mentions, of course. We love 90s and early 2000s on this podcast, so to see Alicia Silverstone recreate Clueless for Rakuten, an app all about shopping and savings, and she's the fashionista- Shopping queen. So it just made so much sense. And not to mention, Alicia Silverstone still looks the same. (laughs) I need to know her secret. We also saw Popcorners do a little bit of a remake of Breaking Bad, which was so fun. But really, the person who won the night or the brand that won the night, in my opinion, is the ad that wasn't an ad for (laughs) Rihanna's brand Fenty. She had her product placement in the middle of her Super Bowl halftime show where she stopped to do a little bit of a makeup check uh, using her blotting powder. And I have a feeling that that product is going to be sold out everywhere if it isn't already. So, I mean, Fenty, it's a billion dollar brand. Rihanna is smart. She knows what she's doing. And it was great to see. And not to mention, of course, oh my gosh. How could I forget her pregnancy announcement? She didn't really call attention to this in a huge way. She kind of just rubbed her belly. She kept it subtle. She let us speculate. I mean, not only just on Twitter, but again, even in our living rooms, I'm sure everyone was like, is she pregnant? Is that a, a pregnant belly? So I love that she didn't directly confirm it. It was very subtle. It led to some conversation on Twitter. in fact, Twitter wouldn't refresh for a really long time. I think she may have broken it, kind of like beyonce broke the <laughs> broke the the lighting back in uh, 2013. She broke the whole Super Bowl. Um, that was of course, a huge moment. but yeah, gotta love Rihanna. she is in the press, and what I think is even more brilliant about this is that her halftime show performance and Fenty, all of this is gonna be back in the press when that baby's born. Every article is gonna reference the performance, the streams are gonna go up, everyone's gonna be back on Fenty's website. So Apple Music is gonna get even more mileage out of that halftime show and and sponsoring it. So let me know what were your favorites I'm sure we all saw the commercials and have some thoughts. Send me a tweet at Brienne2K. Let me know what you thought of this episode and what your favorite ads were. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening.